Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 84 of Grown Up Kids. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And I wanted to pull up our discussion that I posted in our Facebook group from the last episode. Um, Eddie, shout out to Eddie and Claire. Um, So he commented and said, this one really hit me with the nostalgia feels, wishing we could have gone last year like we planned, Claire. Um, I hope that you guys can come soon. This also reminded him of going into the Skipper Canteen with no context or knowledge of Jungle Cruise. And after being sat down by our waitress and her constant stream of puns, Claire was like, so I should have told you about this place. (laughs) Oh, that was that's funny. I I still have never eaten at Skipper Canteen. Nope. And I know that when it first opened, the food there was like even crazier than it is now it was like very exotic yeah um and it's still exotic so it's still pretty exotic but it was like even more so but i think people were scared to go and try it so they had to tone it down a little bit but um so thank you for commenting if you guys want to give us your feedback on the last episodes um i'm going to be doing this weekly now so i will post a discussion in the Facebook group. Um, and then we'll go through your guys's thoughts and opinions in the next episode. Yeah. So thank you, Eddie, for commenting. I appreciate it. And can't wait to see you when you and Claire yeah, finally come. Get come to come to Florida. Yeah. Um, so firstly, we have a guest. Uh, Teddy's on my lap. So <laughs> Teddy. Welcome, Teddy. Welcome to Grown Up Kids. He will have lots of purrs mm-hmm. to add to the conversation. Is a little chilly in Florida today, so he's keeping me nice and warm. Um, but today we're finishing our first leg of our Disney Park series. I say that because um, we kind of posted in the Facebook group, like trying to get feedback from people. Um, we just really love talking about the parks. We love talking about updates and things that we've experienced. So we think that throughout the movies that we are obviously going to continue doing, um, we want to scatter in some of those. Right, like park updates, things that we are seeing that are like maybe seasonal so that we can keep you guys up to date on things that are happening in the parks now. Right, and I don't know if those, I mean, it could be a short episode, it could be a long episode. I don't know. (laughs) We don't know how often we're going to do them. Maybe it'll be every other week. Who knows? (laughs) It's going to be very sporadic or, you know, as it comes. Yeah. But uh, we love talking about this stuff and we love sharing this stuff. Um. And we're going to talk about it amongst ourselves anyway. So why not put it a microphone in front of our face? And Very true. If anyone else is interested, they can plug it into their ears. And also so that you guys know, if you want to follow along, um, if you want to follow along with like our l- real life adventures in real time, make sure that you follow our The Petrus Family Instagram. And I actually also made us a TikTok, The Petrus Family, if you wanted to follow <laughs> us there too. Um, but also we have a YouTube channel for people who may not know, and I'm working on getting caught up on our backlog of videos. We're almost there actually. And then we plan to post more regularly and currently once we're caught up on our videos, but it's the Petrus family, basically anywhere on social media, you can find us as the Petrus family, P-E-T-R-A-S. Um, but go follow and subscribe, please. We would appreciate it. Yeah. And you'll get like a ton of Disney parks 
content. content. <laughs> so we basically eat, sleep, breathe Disney and Harry Potter. So yeah, if you didn't know that before, I'm sure you did, but you will now. All right, today our last but not last <laughs> discussion. Uh, we're going to be talking about Disney Springs, which has a lot of history and a lot of. Um, there's just a lot to do there. I think a lot more than people think or give it credit yeah. for. And I mean, we'll talk about this, but I've always loved this place. Same. It's just um, because it has been like a constant. I mean, not that like Magic Kingdom and Epcot and whatever haven't been a constant. It's like you always have this place that you can go back to. Like you don't even need park tickets to get into it. It is just like... It's just a nice, relaxing place with so many good food options, so much shopping. The atmosphere is nice. That's what um, I was going to say. You don't like when we would travel down here, sometimes, you know, you don't get a flight that's a, an appropriate time. Like we would lo we love doing those early flights and then dropping our stuff off at the hotel, waiting for the to room the to yeah, be ready and <laughs> running to the park. But if you can't get that, it's really cool to like not have, have to spend your, a full day on a ticket. Right. Price. But still get Disney magic. Right. Yeah. Or end your vacation here. Yes. Um, Done that many a times. Yes. So we actually found this really great article um, on WDWmagazine.com. Um, and they have like a history of Disney Springs article that was written by Allison Corner. So thank you. This actually was posted this year. So it is super up to date. Yeah, you're right. 2020. Uh, <laughs> but what it's is not time? even a year old. So <laughs> yeah, within the past year, this was posted. Um, so this is just a really great article. Um, and in the very beginning of the article, I'm just going to like read. A, I'm just going to read a little bit of it, like word for word. So did you know that it originally opened in 1975 and with a completely different name? So Disney Springs is a big part of Walt Disney World history, and it only opened four years after Magic Kingdom. Yes, the space has been around well before Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom showed up on property. And it also went through several name changes, saw the addition and removal of restaurants and retail locations, and even different themes were introduced as years went on. So how it all began, um, this actually opened... <gasps> like, tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So on March 22nd of 1975, the Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village opened. Now, just so that you guys know, this is just like my own commentary right now, but Lake Buena Vista is the city that Disney World is within. I know a lot of people just say Orlando. Um, Orlando is a huge city and there are a ton of like cities that surround it that kind of just like are all encompassed whenever you say Orlando, kind of similar to like Cleveland or just like any major city in a state. Um, so Lake Buena Vista, like Disney actually legitimately is its own city. Um, and that city is named Lake Buena Vista, just so that you guys all know. So that means that this, the marketplace area of Disney Springs, that is like the original part of the shopping center has been around for 45 years. So when you enter the marketplace of Disney Springs, this is the original area that has stood since the beginning. So the marketplace, for people who are familiar with Disney Springs, the marketplace is where Earl of Sandwich is. That has to be like <laughs> one of the most uh, recognizable areas, I think. And of World, Disney Springs. Right? And World of Disney, actually, yeah. 
World of Disney, Earl of Sandwich, the Christmas shop, all of those are considered the marketplace. Um, So when the Lake Buena Vista shopping village initially opened, it was described as a restful shopping atmosphere similar to a New England seaside village. It had a wine cellar and a tobacco shop, along with a pharmacy and even a pet store, which I find really interesting. Um, And then there were other areas for craft makers to show off their skills and sell products like candles, pottery, and candy. So it literally was like a shopping village, like a marketplace. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, So it wasn't... It actually was just like two years later, the name changed then to Walt Disney World Village. Um, so this was mostly throughout the 80s. It it underwent another name alteration, becoming known as just Disney Village Marketplace. And so that is actually when Marketplace came into the name. It wasn't until the 80s. Um, let's see. So then whenever that transformation started... They also expanded it. So that is whenever they expanded and included Pleasure Island. Um, So I was never old enough whenever Pleasure Island was around to ever like go and experience it. I do remember it being there, but I was too young and yeah, so I could like see it in the distance, but I never (laughs) was able to go into it. So it was strictly for adults and it consisted of nightclubs and bars. And this kind of reminds me of City Walk a little bit at Universal. Yeah. Um, So City Walk has like a club area upstairs and I've actually never been there either. Um, You're not old enough? (laughs) Now I am, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, Pleasure Island was a place that was just like nightclubs and bars and such. And that also in the nineties, then pleasure Island was still there in the nineties. And then that is also whenever they added the rainforest cafe, which is in the marketplace side. Rainforest cafe was like a staple in my Disney vacation growing up that we went every single time. Um, And whenever I was younger and we went, it was, there was only one, option for rainforest cafe now there's two on property if people didn't know (laughs) but the one at disney springs is just kind of like the original go-to rainforest cafe and then they added t-rex like even later Mm -hmm. this is more information but anyway that's also when the lego store came um so that is kind of when the shopping village started to see big changes so back to pleasure island Katie, Pleasure Island was actually a thing when you went on your first trip. Yeah, I remember hearing about it, but I mean, we we still weren't old enough. Right. (laughs) So in 2008, it closed the six nightclubs, um, but the stores and restaurants remained open. And I think that that was when people could go. I'm wondering if maybe we went into it in 2008 whenever we went on our trip for the shopping areas. But I'm also, I just, I don't have good memory of, like, specifics then. Yeah, same. Um, So I'm not sure if we ever walked around it after the nightclubs closed. But this area that is that was Pleasure Island is now called The Landing um, at the new Disney Springs. So that is where, basically, it's like the waterfront area um, with the restaurants and such, like, where... We'll get into it, but 
there's a ton of restaurants and shopping in the landing area now. Um, and it's kind of, it's just kind of weird to think like how many transformations have happened over time. Transformations just and just like add-ons and add-ons and add-ons and that was right. Huge. And like I even remember going to downtown Disney, um, as it was known. That didn't change until 1997. So another name change came in 1997 to downtown Disney. So apparently I visited it while it was called Disney Village Marketplace. I have no memory of that. I literally only remember it ever being called downtown Disney. Um, but I one thing I do remember whenever it had like. Pleasure Island. I I do remember that there was two specific bus stops. Whenever you would take a bus to downtown Disney from your resort, you could either get off at the marketplace or you could get off at the west side. Um, and I think that they did that because like Pleasure Island was closed down to like kids and stuff like that. I do believe that they also had a boat that you could take between the marketplace and west side. And they still do actually offer that, I believe. Um, but yeah, now they just drop you basically at where Pleasure Island is because it's in the middle. So now they've just like built all these bus stops there so that you get dropped in the middle and then you can choose where you go. But back in the day, you could pick where you got off at Disney, downtown Mm -hmm. Disney. Mm -hmm. So then it was from 1997 to 2013 that it was downtown Disney. And then they announced plans for Disney Springs. And that is whenever this whole area got reimagined, um, it is really beautiful. I I really, really like the changes that they've done since the rename and since like the just the whole reimagine. So their whole idea was a comfortable space where families can enjoy time together and instantaneously feel right at home. Nailed it. <laughs> right. And furthermore, as Disney does, they had a particular story to tell. A timeless and vibrant place that celebrates the turn of the century lakeside towns that dotted the Florida landscape. So the main story is centered around Town Center, which is oriented around a series of bubbling natural springs that first attracted settlers to the area. The springs are gorgeous. Like, every time I go, I'm like, I have to take a picture. I know, it's so (laughs) pretty. Um, So the town then expanded to include other neighborhoods, a.k.a. the areas that already existed, the landing, the marketplace, and the west side. So with the reimagination of Disney Springs came the expansion of 75 shopping, dining, and entertainment venues to more than 150 locations. And it was the largest expansion the area had seen thus far. And it took about three years to complete. And it now officially covers 120 acres. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So sometimes it still slips out. I call it downtown Disney. (laughs) It's still downtown Um, Disney in California. It is. And also in Disneyland Paris, it's downtown Disney. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. But I love Disney Springs. It's beautiful. I really enjoy just like the look and feel of it. I love the new shops that they added. Um, So, yeah, I guess let's talk about it. Let's do it. Okay. So how we want to do this is um, pick like shopping and then we'll go through each neighborhood now that i know that's what it's called and and discuss yeah our faves are like you know things that we think are noteworthy because we do go there (laughs) quite a bit as you go there quite a bit yeah um it's It's just a really nice place to just go relax and they mm -hmm. have they have two different starbucks locations on each end 
So it's really nice to be able to just be like, because you can use Starbucks gift cards and stuff and people know how much we like it. So we get them for holidays and, <laughs> and birthdays and stuff. So we always have Starbucks money, which is really nice to be able to be like on Disney property, go get a coffee, find a nice spot. You can bring a book, just relax, chill, enjoy the atmosphere. I love Disney Springs and you don't need an annual pass to enjoy it. Yep. So and there's always so much good food so much good food oh but we'll get there some expensive food as well fyi yeah <laughs> yeah but also some affordable food so yes so do we want to do shopping first yeah let's do shopping okay so i am on the officially official disney springs website so they put me starting at the marketplace yes so which I, guess- I think makes sense because it's the original the yeah the original area that yeah. was downtown Disney. Um, so yeah, this is like the place you go, the marketplace in general, when like you want the most Disney in your life from Disney Springs. It's very it's almost all Disney stores. Yeah. Pretty much, just with like different themes to them. It's usually more crowded on that end, I think, because of that. Because I agree with that. On the other ends are like more just, you know, normal stores. Not normal. They're High well, end, like stores that you could find in a mall, potentially. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Actually, though, if you think about it, West Side has added a lot of Disney-themed stores, too. So now it's really just the center portion that is, like, mall-type stores. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Marketplace is all, is all Disney, except maybe one store, which has, like, spices. The one getting fancy with the spices? <laughs> This is, I think this is in uh, alphabetical order, so let's sing our ABCs. Basin is over there, which we freaking love. I love Mason Basin. Basin. If I could pick between Basin and Lush, I'm picking Basin because I like their smells better. Mm -hmm. I like how Lush has more to offer, maybe, as far as like face care goes. But as far as bath bombs go... Bath Basin's bombs, got it. I'm picking Basin. Yeah, yeah. I, their scents are so fun. And plus, they also have bath bombs that have, like, Mickey sprinkles in them. <laughs> right. And, like, who doesn't want a bath bomb that sprinkles little Mickey sprinkles all throughout your bath? What's so fun about this location, too, is, like, they've got a big part in the middle that has sinks, and you can, like, try out their scrubs and their little souffle things that they yeah, have those are kind of new like yeah souffle soaps yeah they got like mermaid and stuff um and like you should be clean and wash your hands even pre and post covid and they actually have that open now too mm-hmm. pretty cool yes and it smells so good in there it really does <sighs> um next up this is my mom's favorite store in all of <laughs> disney world Crystal Arts by Ariba's Brothers. So they have these shops in the parks as well. I believe that there's one in like each park somewhere. Definitely Magic Kingdom and Epcot have it. Um, But Ariba's Brothers makes like makes glass figurines and then also tiaras and characters that are just like covered in crystals and it's just such a sparkly shop it's a pretty expensive shop um don't if you trip a lot you might not want to walk into there (laughs) yeah but like the stuff they make there is beautiful some of the glass stuff is like one of a kind um 
it's just really beautiful. Did you say they do engravings and stuff too? Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, you're right. Like on glass and stuff, they can mm-hmm. etch yeah, get your it. name and and such. Characters. Yeah. Um, I gotta shout out this Goofy's Candy Company. That might not seem like special, but this one, I don't know if it's I don't think it's all of them. Are there more than there's more than one Goofy Candy Company, isn't there? Um, or am I just thinking of the candy is available other places? The candy is available, but this is the only like location, location called that. Yeah. So you can go in there and get a Mickey's Rice Krispie. Okay. Like on a little stick. And like it's not a little Rice Krispie. This thing's practically a meal. And you can get any toppings you want on it. You pick like a drizzle, a candy, something a else. Yeah. A dip. And like it's, I think. I think it's like six dollars max. Super cheap. And you're like if you're an annual pass holder or a DVC member, like your discount works on it because it's considered a merchandise store. Like you can go <laughs> as ham as you want to go at like Menchie's, but it's not just, pay like, such, for the poundage. Yeah, like it's just such a good um value for yeah. for like what you get. Yeah. Yeah. We've actually, and then they also sell like all of the Goofy's candy company candy there as well. Right. Megan and I have never actually done the Rice Krispie thing, but our friends have and it looked amazing so i think about it probably every time we go but it's got it's kind of have to be in your plans because it's an investment of your tummy and your time so. <laughs> yeah yeah oh co-op co-op yes co-op. marketplace co-op so like that's the next location um and what i love about co-op is that sometimes the stores within there change yeah it's kind of been a while since they've changed. Um, it's but, like a marketplace within a marketplace. Right. So like there's one that is like a dress shop. There's a D-Tech location where you can get personalized phone cases and magic bands and magnets. The best D-Tech location. They've the got best. everything. They literally have all of them. There's also a um, a one, one that has like all the kitchen stuff. There's one that ha- is like a gallery. So like all of the art is there. 28 in Maine usually has a location there that is like men's clothing. They did swap that out for like NBA stuff whenever yeah. the finals were going on down yeah. in Disney, but I think that they might be switching it back to 28 in Maine soon. Um, but I just love the co-op. It's There's just like a feel cute. to it. It's just like, it's very Disney and then yet it feels high end, but not like unattainable high end. It just feels nice. It's all the same stuff that you're used to. Oh, yeah. And also um, the doggy stuff. They have Dis- a Disney oh, yeah. Tales section that has like leashes and collars and shirts for your dog and bowls and the cutest all stuff. kinds of stuff. Toys. The cutest stuff. Uh, Trendy is then attached to oh, yeah. the co-op. So Trendy has, um, this is actually probably one of my favorite like clothing locations to shop at for Disney clothes because they always have super trendy pieces that trendy. Disney makes. So like usually anytime I see a new piece of merch that is clothing, I almost always see it at Trendy first. Um that's where we got our pajamas for Christmas mm-hmm. last year. Um that was the first place that I saw them and it took weeks before I found those pieces elsewhere. Yeah. So I always I always make sure that I check out Trendy because I feel like I'm going to find new things there first. Um, you better. That's where the trends begin. Right. At I, Trendy. I guess maybe that is the point, right? Um, 
Um, let's see what else do they have. They do have a small Star Wars trading post there that has like some Star Wars merch. It does kind of seem a little bit of like an out of place store. It used to be like Pooh Bear themed, I think, because they have like a Pooh Bear statue outside of it that you can like take a picture with, but then it's a Star Wars training post. Um, I think it's just because the popularity of Star Wars and the fact they obtained it, it exploded. They just kind of like stuck this there. And it's very clearly like an overlay. It just like isn't themed well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you go into Disney, like like World of Disney, it is they designed it to be World of Disney. Whereas like Star Wars trading post on Marketplace side is like, oh, this was an unused building. We're gonna slap a sign on here that says Star Wars and just put Star Wars merch in here. Right. <laughs> right. So Yeah, totally. I'm hoping that they take the time to like actually theme that store really nice if they're gonna keep it, because that could be a really cool opportunity to like just do some cool theming. Cause that is what like shopping at Disney Springs is all about. If you think about like cause they also have the toy store. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what it's once called. Once upon a toy. Once upon a toy. So once upon a toy is like, it's just themed. They have like a little train that is going around the top with like all these toys in it. The outside has a huge Buzz Lightyear that you can take a photo in front of. Like that to me is just downtown Disney. So I hope that they do something like that with the trading post. Yeah. Or you know, they just want you to go to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> um days of christmas dude <laughs> 365 <sighs> days a year you can shop for christmas merch at disney springs <laughs> yep and they've got they've got actually it's not all just ornaments i mean a lot of it is ornaments but they do have like you know tree skirts and countdowns and stockings. platters and yeah stockings and Decor. it smells so good in there it's like your typical cinnamony mm-hmm. christmasy smell it's like the yield christmas shop mm-hmm. in liberty square Mm-hmm. in magic kingdom disney pin traders one of my favorite stores this is like one of the biggest locations that sells basically just pins and now funko pops a little bit too and magic bands and magic selling. bands yes but like 90 percent of the store is pins and it pre-covid it was one of the best places to trade your pins They're kind of doing a little bit, they're doing less pin trading just because it's a lot of extra work now to like sanitize and stuff. So for them, it's just easier to not offer as much pin trading right now, which I totally understand. But hopefully whenever like that comes back, pin traders becomes one of the best places to trade again, because I would always get the coolest pins there whenever I would trade. They have this massive wall that they just like unfold. And I think it's like 500 pins to pick from. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's so cool. It's so fun. But they haven't opened that up in months. (laughs) I worked there one time. I did a couple shifts there and it was actually really fun. It was fun. The day I worked there was just a little bit breezy and I needed a coat, but costuming only had like a coat that was... Like, like not my size XL. yeah um but like it was it was fine it was fun it's a small shop so it's not like you need to travel around the land or anything it's also super easy to stock pins and stuff that so was what like, i was doing yeah. <laughs> that was my job so it's a nice location um lego store lego store is super cool here it um, is very cool it's kind of small but it's just i mean it's it's legos My favorite thing about the Lego store is the Lego displays that they have outside. Yes. They actually just built a new one and it's Fantasia Mickey, like Sorcerer Mickey and Fantasia. It is so cute. 
I've been loving on Sorcerer Mickey lately. I love him. He's just perfect. He's a little troublemaker. You yeah. know? Um, and then the Art of Disney yeah. slash Wonderful World of Memories. Those are like connected. So the Art of Disney is obviously a ton of artwork. Also a bunch of like Jim Shore figurines. Um figurines that are made by a ton of the other Disney artists as well. You kind of never know what you're going to find in there because they're turning it out like so often with Mm -hmm. putting new pieces in that people have made and such. Um, That is one of my favorite stores to look around. Yeah, I love it. And then the other parts like, can't you like design? You can design a t-shirt. Yeah. And then they also have Mickey ears Mm -hmm. um, with like an embroidery spot. So you can get your Mickey ears embroidered there. And then they also have like stationery and stuff. It's like a very good mix of stuff in that little strip. But that art of Disney, you just like, you're like, I want that. I want that. Oh, I like that. I need that. Yeah, but then you see the price tag of some of the (laughs) artwork and you're like, I mean, I like it. So much. (laughs) So much. Because like they really do sell like actual paintings and stuff by the Disney artists that are used to make the prints that they also sell. But like you can buy some of the original artworks. um, So it can be pretty pricey, but also beautiful. That's also a spot where you can watch someone drawing a character. Yeah. They have animator, um, like animator artists there. Mm -hmm. You could, I don't know if you still can. I think you can, but you used to be able to like order a drawing yeah and they would like personalize it for you, you and that, go pick it up that used to be like a thing that we would do on vacations um that was always really fun because sometimes you just can't find merch with your favorite character if it's kind of obscure but you could almost always get a drawing of it made by one of the disney drawers that is the art of disney um mm-hmm. so that was always really cool like my mom's favorite is fairy godmother and sometimes you just can't find fairy godmother merch but they'll always draw her for you yep Last but not least, here at the Marketplace Shopping Adventure World of Disney. So it is the largest Disney store in the world. Um, It just recently had a makeover, which I think some people don't like. I like it. I think it's more organized and kind of open. Um, I worked at the last one. And (laughs) the last one, what I did like about it, it had that 90s Disney store feel. It did. Um, now it's, it's just like nostalgic more, that yeah. I'm like bummed that they changed it. Um, but like realistically, it looks really nice. I think I just have like PTSD from working there in the old shop one time. And it was the most bonkers shift I've ever worked in my life. <laughs> ever. But basically, World of Disney will have almost anything that you can find on Disney property except like these select items that are specific to a park, like that specific park. Like you're not necessarily going to find Space Mountain merchandise, like all of the Space Mountain merchandise options at World of Disney. But you'll find like general Magic Kingdom things or things that are, you know, like general characters. Um, A huge selection of theme park merchandise is going to be in there. It's cool because it's like... It used to be more so, but it's like broken into sections. So like there's a whole kitchen wing mm-hmm. and there's a whole All plushes plush wing. Yeah. Um, now the new emos are in there, which are super cute. Yes. But yeah. Um, so the next area is the landing, a.k.a. what used to be Pleasure Island. 
This one is more so. So like the stores that they have in the landing are more so like name Third brands. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's not Disney, but you can go and get. Um, let me like pick a couple names here. So like the the brand Havianas, the the flip flops, or Sanook the shoes. Um, also the Savannah B Company, and then they do have a. They do have like a chocolate place called the, oh, the Ganachery. We did go there and got their s'more. Yeah, once. and they do have some stuff that is like that they've made specifically that's like Disney themed, but like it's just a chocolate shop. Yeah, I mean, not just a chocolate. It's delicious, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they also have like an Oakley store, that kind of stuff. Um, this area is more so restaurants than it is shopping, and that's pretty much all there is there. Yeah. Town Center is where you get into more of... Uh, That's like the high-end mall shops. Yeah. So, like, just throwing off the top of my head, they've got Free People, Anthropology, um Vera Bradley. Yeah. Like... Sephora. Yeah. Kate Spade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind Tommy of like Bahama. a little mini big city. You know, like those yeah. names that you would see Pandora. in New York or, <laughs> like, wherever. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, like places you would see in your mall, like Vera Bradley or Pandora. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Lily Pulitzer. Sephora. Yes. Um, one place I Alex really... Alex Nani. And they have all of the Disney Alex Nani if you're a fan. <laughs> they do. Um, a couple places I really enjoy. Uniqlo. Love Uniqlo. so cool. Especially Super because... Affordable. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a Primark in a way. Yeah. Um, if you're familiar with that. Just their clothing is... It's good quality. Um, it's not too expensive. So you could go in there and get some killer deals on some really cute clothes and they actually have like sales and stuff that go on sometimes so yeah. you just have to like look at the signage because like like i said they're just like a regular store so yes their location happens to be at disney springs but if they have a promotion going on like it's gonna happen at the disney springs store as well which is kind of really nice right and they have disney stuff there obviously a ton and it changes a lot so it's cute to go in there and see what the new line is i or... always see something new yeah Every time we go in there. Yeah. Also, um, Sugar Boo and Co. Love Sugar Boo. It's just like Sugar a very nice Boo. aesthetic. Yeah. Um, it's like a homemade feel. Yeah. Uh, just look them up. Yeah. It's Sugar Boo and Co. I love their stuff. It is. It just has it just has a, a certain aesthetic um, that I enjoy. And then also the Coca-Cola store. Which we will talk about. I guess it's like, well, it's not really a restaurant. Yeah, they have like, they have a bar up top that you can get like drinks from all around the world that are owned by Coca-Cola. Yeah. Basically, if you are familiar with what used to be in Epcot called, I think it's coming back. I know. I think so too. (laughs) Um, Temporary (laughs) RIP. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm blanking. What was it called? Uh, oh my god. No, oh my god. It was just there. Club Cool. Club Cool. I was yes. going to say the refreshment port. Where like, could, That's wrong. Where you could go and try all of these drinks for free. Um, well, if you go to the Coca-Cola store, you can like order a flight and they'll give you taste tests of all of them. And I think it's like $10 or something. It's really fun though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also have like special seasonal cocktails and stuff that you can get. Cocktails and mocktails, which is nice. And they're all like Coca-Cola based or, you know, like Coke, Sprite, whatever. And also like, yeah, a huge Coca-Cola store. And you can even meet... Two stories. 
No, it's three three stories, stories and you can even meet the polar bear, <laughs> the Coca Cola bear, <laughs> Coca Cola polar bear. <laughs> He's super cute. I literally like think of anything. Think of an item. They've got it there with the Coke logo on it. <laughs> For you sure. You want a tab hat? It's there. You want slippers yeah. that say Coca Cola? They got you covered. You want like a cool ripped up jean jacket that has Fanta on it? It's there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh man so yeah this place is more shopping than food so like a ton they also just opened a lululemon i like lululemon's um, meg <laughs> i like lululemon's too <laughs> uh they have coach ron john surf shop harley davidson store levi's like seriously so many stores yeah and again this is the area that was this also this along with the landing i think was like combined for um pleasure island west and then last side. but not least west side i was just thinking i was like what's on west side and then i saw it actually has one of my absolute new favorite stores disney style disney style so like usually when we park at disney springs there's two you can park at there's the orange garage with a lime garage and we usually park at the orange because lately the lime has been closed but when you walk in like you see this store all the time and it kind of it's small from the outside it doesn't really look that impressive but then like when you go in it's got all the coolest most nostalgic right now like, like 90s stuff yeah stuff. honestly i kind of feel like it's the trendy of the west side of disney springs yes um it's very much like the store trendy over on marketplace except different like stuff different yeah different stuff so like trendy has more um new stuff whereas disney style lately has had like their new retro line mm -hmm. like there's a there was a hercules shirt in there and pocahontas yeah um they threw back Hunchback. some lion king yeah just yeah really cool stuff yeah i've really enjoyed the stuff that they've been putting out in that store it's really really cute it's just kind of like Disney style to me is basically like the Instagrammers heaven store. <laughs> yes. Like everything in there matches. It, you can like buy the perfect outfit to take a cute Instagram pic. And I think that that's kind of like what their thought process was when they were putting that store together because they also have like cute little spots in that store that you can take cute pictures with. They have like a teacup that you can go sit in and yeah. take a picture in. And I think that they have like a wall with like ears on it. Yeah. It's really cute in there. This is where they have the cooler designed Star Wars Galactic Outpost shop. Yeah. And then also next to it is a Marvel shop called Superhero Headquarters. And they're like right next to each other. And those are cool. There's also the new M&M store, which we still haven't been able to go in yet. It looks really cute, though. It's like the it's this big yellow building, with like big old M&Ms on it. Um, but like the stuff I've seen online looks really cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have not gotten to experience it myself yet. Um, notable Disney's Candy Cauldron, which used to they used to have locations of that like throughout the parks. Like, there was one at Hollywood Studios, mm -hmm. um, but not anymore. And I feel like it's it cool in there, back, but... That store's just kind of been closed for COVID. I think it'll come back. I hope so. It's cool in there, but I feel like you can find these things at, like, the confectionery or... 
Yeah, but it's nice that they offer them at a place that, again, like you don't need yes. admission to go into. Which For is sure. Fun. For sure. So you can get the fun like themed Disney apples and stuff that they make. And then they also have the NBA store, but it's been temporarily closed because of COVID because like the NBA experience has been closed. But it is a huge NBA store that basically you can get merch for like every team at, which is kind of cool. I'm excited to get on to food. Are we doing food? Let's do Are food. Are we going food? Let's do food. I'm going to click over. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Starting back at the marketplace. Okay. Oh, wait. How do I do this? Oh, got it. Got it. I found it. Okay. I'm good. So, as we said, I'll just start here. There's a Starbucks at the marketplace. There's also a Starbucks... On West Side. On West Side. Um, what's really cool is they do special themed drinks they always have special special menus yeah but then like for the holidays too they have extra special ones and each location there will sometimes have different ones um so it's really neat you can't find that stuff anywhere else like the other day we got like a mad tea party mad tea party it was very good it was and then i also got what was mine called I can't remember. I can't remember. They come up with really fun names, though. Like, um, during, like, Pride Month, they have Equality. Uh-huh. It's adorable. They actually have that even now. They've had that, like, all year this time. It's because Disney rules. But they'll, like, feature it. They'll yeah. feature different drinks that they've come up with. But basically, they're just, like, a super creative Starbucks that, like, has special drinks that they'll put out with a separate, like, Disney menu. It's just really cute, and I, like, I enjoy it. Right. You looked really excited about something. I was going to say the menus. Oh. <laughs> they have special menus. I love the, the menus that they have. The one time. And they was... also have their own Instagrams. And I highly yes. recommend that you go and follow them because they'll post their menus. And what's cool is that like pretty much any Starbucks can make those drinks. It's just that these Starbucks is Starbucks, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they like will put what's in it so that you could actually like go and order it anywhere, which is kind of cool. So if you see something on there that you think sounds good, theoretically, you could go order it anywhere. Yeah. So um, the one time I walked in like fully knowing what we both wanted and then I saw they had just posted the Valentine's Day menu and I was like, <laughs> nope. She called me. I was like sitting outside and she's like, uh, they have different <laughs> drinks. <laughs> Change of plans. Yeah um so we talked about rainforest cafe that is Mm -hmm. here um always fun it's more so fun for the experience than it is for the food like they do have some things on the menu that are that are really good but like the experience is just fun even if you just go for some drinks yeah they've got super fun drinks that's actually where i had my first 21st alcoholic drink was there rainforest cafe yep um let's see so this they have a ton of really cute like little stands that actually have bomb food. Um, so there's BB Wolf Sausage Co., which I don't know if I've actually eaten there, but they have this veg dog there that I really, really, really want to try. It's basically like bratwurst, sausage, hot dogs. Yeah. They have like a ton of different options. I've been wanting to try that vegan dog. We should get it. Yeah. Um, Arista Crepes. They actually expanded that menu now to include these like bubble waffle things that they have because it used to just be crepes but now they make the bubble waffles which look delicious they also have this little churro stand and you can like get different different flavors different flavors and like dips on them i think but i will forever preach yeah, that my disney high horse disneyland churros are phenomenal for some reason disney world churros in my personal experience 
have flopped and failed. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally flopped cuz they're not crispy. That's why they're not good. But anyway, um keeping on the rainforest trend, there is the T-Rex. It's owned by the same company. Mm-hmm. So the food is pretty similar, but this one is dinosaur themed. So like the volcano at night will go off. I mean it goes off I think all the time, but at night you can really see it cuz the fire is like The volcano is Rainforest Cafe though. <gasps> Are you serious? Oh my god. You're right. Does T-Rex have anything T-Rex like that? is the asteroid. So whenever you're sitting oh, inside okay, the okay. restaurant, like the asteroid's coming. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, Go Earl ahead. Earl of go Sandwich. Ahead. Oh, my God. So it's kind of our thing that we eat at Earl of Sandwich at like every Disney that we go to. So we've now officially eaten at three different Earl of Sandwiches, <laughs> Land World and Paris. And they uh, were all delicious. Airport in New Jersey. This is true. <laughs> Yes. I really just love Earl of Sandwich. That holiday sandwich is so yummy. It's always consistently amazing. It's inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. There's so much outdoor seating there, which is really nice, especially right now because of COVID. Um, I just really love it. Yeah. It's. Oh, also the Earl Grey lemonade choice. Oh, so I don't good. like Earl Grey tea, but when you but pair it with anything, whew, man. Um, there's also Ghirardelli. Which is a little chocolate shop, but also you can like sit down and order ice cream and floats and that sort of thing. Lots of ice cream treats there. Yeah, it smells super good when you walk by. Um, we usually are giving out free samples. Mm-hmm. In non-COVID times, you literally like it was so busy. The shop part is really small. Yeah, and like people just like walk, walk in, in get, the- <laughs> get the free sample, pretend that they walk around and look at things, and then peace out. Um, and it's cool because they'll change it like during fall. They'll give away like the pumpkin ones mm-hmm. or the caramel ones. And in the um, Christmas time, they usually give out peppermint. Mm-hmm. Got to give a shout out to Joffrey's, especially this location, because you can get the Mickey print of like coffee dust on top of your phone. That's actually the one at the landing. What? That's the Joffrey's at the landing. What Joffrey's is this? It's a little stand. It's just a kiosk. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I just ruined not that for like, the next part. Not to correct you, sorry, but no, you know. please correct me. I forgot that there was two. I forgot there was that little a little stand. Yeah, and then like the store. You're right. But Joffrey's. I like their coffee. I actually personally like brewing the coffee at home better than getting it at the parks. Um, but I mean their coffee's good. It is good. They have a good chai tea latte they do. that I've had before. And that stand is right next to a Wetzel's Pretzels. Okay. Like Annie Ann's is better, but like Wetzel's is really close behind. It's good. It's delicious. So the next area is the landing. And this is where all of the super fancy restaurants are at. Make it rain with that money. (laughs) So what is really a really cool fact about... um, Disney Springs is that I believe that they have oh man I'm gonna totally like butcher this fact hold on let me see what it's called it's um you like get a certain recognition as a chef Michelin a Michelin star chef I think so yes I think that Disney Springs has like four or five Michelin star rated restaurants. Yeah. Michelin star rated um, chefs. Yes. Who have opened restaurants here. So Chef Morimoto from Iron Chef 
has a restaurant called Morimoto Asia. Looks what super like, cool on the outside. I've does. never eaten there. <laughs> it looks beautiful. But I will say that there are affordable things on that menu. But there's also it's kind of like you can go all out there and spend like a ton of money and get like the super fancy like sushi plates and it, they have like Wagyu like beef that they cook like at right in front of you and that's super expensive but they do also offer like options that are more affordable um so yeah i'd love to eat there sometime we will sometime eventually we'll get there there's i've heard good things about the boathouse but we don't eat seafood so our friends who like seafood love it yeah there's also a place called stk orlando like steak orlando they have a menu out front and i looked at it one time and i said no because it's <laughs> so so expensive if you're really really into your steaks though and like want a I'm sure good great. cut of you know beef i'm sure that it's a good place to go very expensive though um this is where the Joffreys is, that they will print the little images on your latte, which is really cute. It's worth the extra dollar. I'm, I don't it's care. It's just so cute. Yeah, it's you're so going to sip it in two seconds. But guess what? You're looking cute on Instagram, looking cute every sip until it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's just adorable. But then, like, there are so many. Well, I'm just going to, like, go through a handful of them quickly here. Wait, so, like, Aaron McKenna's Bakery. Go for it. So good. It's all vegan. It's all vegan, which you if anyone know. listening has any thoughts on vegan bakery or vegan food, and I would think- say especially vegan bakery, you cannot tell the difference. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's Sometimes so it's even better because yeah. like maybe the heavy cream or something won't upset your stomach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I will preach that forever. Aaron McKenna's bakery is amazing. Yeah. Um, so, okay, there's Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, and I'm trying to remember what it's themed after. Do you remember? Isn't it something in Indiana Jones? Yes, that's it. I think so. But some of the other, like, highly rated restaurants that are in this area are Chef Art Smith's Homecoming. Uh, wine chicken looks good. Yeah, so it's, like, Southern food. Wine Bar George, which is, like, huge, obviously, into wine. Um, they also have like crazy food options that sound really good, but wine bar George is pretty expensive FYI. Um, and then, I mean, like there's just so many, like we could literally talk (laughs) for forever talking about these. There's the paddle, there's paddlefish, which is all seafood. The Edison is like American food, mostly burgers and stuff. Maria and Enzo's restaurant and Enzo's hideaway are both Italian. Um, Terralina crafted Italian, a different Italian place. Raglan Road is an Irish pub. Um, and actually, they have entertainment at Raglan Road, which is really awesome. And it is like Irish dancing and such. They usually have a big celebration for St. Patrick's Day that just happened a couple of days ago. Um, and they usually have entertainment outside as well. Um, that always is really fun to just like hear when you're walking by. And then they have a quick service attached to it called Cooks of Dublin. So you can get like fish and chips and such cheaper instead of like doing a table service. You can just like go get that. But one of the newest places is Gideon's Bakehouse. Oh, Gideon's. Katie, talk about it. Um, so <laughs> the cool thing, I don't know if we mentioned this, but um, 
what I almost called it downtown Disney. What Disney Springs is doing is bringing a lot of local places from around Orlando and having those places open a second location or a third or whatever, like another location in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. So Gideon's Bakehouse is one of those places. It's like a gothic sort of library feel inside. It's really cool. It's really neat. Um, Each of their cookies cookies. is like half a pound, I think. They're enormous. They've got, you know, like your chocolate chip. But so like it's the cookie batter and then they like roll it in whatever the topping is. So there's like a chocolate chip. There's a cookies and cream. The cookies and cream is literally the cookie and then rolled around in Oreo pieces. Um, They've got a coffee cake one that's super good. They also sell cold brews. They have their famous peanut butter cold brew, um, which is very good. delicious. And they do like, I think all their stuff is with oat milk. So like they're very conscious about that kind of stuff. So good. People go in there. We talked to this one guy because he's like, is this not your first time? Because we didn't order a ton of cookies. Uh, (laughs) He's like, I can tell because you didn't order one of everything. Yeah. He's like, people (laughs) come in and think, you know, they order the six and they think they're going to finish it and they can't even get through one. I mean, they're that big. Yeah. Like you can go in there for two and like you'll have dessert for days. (laughs) Yeah. My original, when I saw it, I was like, I'm not really big into like a bunch of chocolate. I I knocked it before I tried it. If I'm being honest, I was like, that looks like way too much chocolate. Yeah, but then I tried it and it's I was good. like, oh, okay. Yeah. I can eat this all the time. Plus, they do like a cool thing with their coffees where their straws are like made out of sugar. So it's all natural, biodegradable stuff. It was delicious, basically, is what we're saying. And if you go to Disney Springs, highly recommend that you put your name on that virtual wait line for Gideon's because you will wait to get in and it will be oh, worth yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just put your name on there. No, do that first. Go do your, some shopping and stuff while you wait. And you'll get a text. And it'll all be good. And then come back. Let's move on to Town Center. So I feel like Town Center mostly has like cool, more more quick service places, which is kind of nice. So they've got Deluxe Burger, which I believe is like a Disney-owned operated place because you can mobile order here, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just got their St. Patrick's Day themed burger not too long ago. It was like um, corned beef. Yeah, it was really good. The corned beef kind of gave you like a bacony taste without bacon. But and then also Blaze Pizza. If you're a fan, I'm a fan. We lived really far away from one when we lived in Ohio, so it is so nice to be like 15 minutes away from one now, and we can go and go split a pizza, sit outside, stare at the beautiful springs. They have the coolest little back area, like a little back porch. It's all covered, and it literally sits on the springs. It's a gorgeous little view. So pretty. Yeah. And their pizza, I will preach this again, their pizza First of all, it's delicious. And second, you can get as many toppings as you want without any extra so charge. So affordable. If you like a loaded pizza with a lot of toppings, it's so affordable. And I'm not talking like meat lovers or anything. Like if you want any topping you can think of on a pizza, artichoke, broccoli. So good. Oh, so good. Roasted garlic, like big fat pieces of roasted garlic. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Um. The Daily Poutine is there as well, which is 
so good. But they have all these different types of poutine. Um, and they usually have a seasonal one as well. But like just their standard one is so good. That's the best poutine in Disney property is here. I agree. Yes. Um, sprinkles? Chicken guy. Oh, yeah. I was going to like. Sprinkles. Well, I was going to go back to desserts. Cause okay, like that, go ahead. Go you know ahead, what I mean? Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> chicken guy is a restaurant that's owned by Guy Fieri. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was really good because they don't like the chicken isn't frozen and they bread it like daily. You can tell it's fresh. Like, you you know, when you bite into something and you're like, oh, I can tell this was just never frozen like an hour ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very good. Um, And then the polite pig is another one that has a location in Orlando outside of here. Mm And it's called something different. And I'm it's really close. I'll look it up while you talk. <laughs> I'm blanking on what it is. Um, but it's like it's all like pork barbecue stuff, like ribs and pulled pork and all that kind of stuff. The ravenous pig. The ravenous pig, yes, is the one that is in I think it's like over by Winter Park or something. Um but yeah, we've never eaten here and it smells amazing every time you walk by it. We're going to have to sometime soon. It's got to be good because it's a proper barbecue restaurant that has paper towels on the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there are three sit downs in this area. First being Wolfgang Puck. Um, that's a little more of a high end one. Again, like he's a very well known chef. Um, Planet Hollywood, which is pretty standard American food. And then Frontera Cochina, which is... Mexican. Mm-hmm. And then for desserts, we've got Amaretz, and they have the cutest designed Dude. Disney little mini dome cakes that you can get. And they always like, they usually have, um, they usually have my, what am I trying to, they, they always have like a, like seasonal menu. That's what I'm trying to say. They all have like, they always have like a seasonal menu of special things that they're making. And these are like real, it's like real patisserie. Mm-hmm. Like the stuff is designed so beautifully. You can see them working on it in the back too. It's so it's really pretty. Cool. It's so pretty. They've got drinks and stuff too. I think they have some coffee. Um, I they had, have, they have alcohol. They yes, have like they champagne and wine and stuff there that you can get. And sometimes they'll have special themed drinks and stuff that are like mimosas or whatever. And they'll come with like a little chocolate thing on top or whatever. I it had a really hazelnut bar there that was out of this freaking world. Also, they do so they do mini dome cakes, but they do like a bigger dome cake that you can order, like order. ahead mm-hmm. of time at the restaurants at the parks. Like say there's a birthday and you want to surprise somebody at your sit down reservation that you're at. You can order that so and they'll good. bring it to your table. It's amazing. It's a freaking Mickey. They oh. also usually have classes that you can sign up for where you make a cake with them. Can we do that? It sounds so fun. Can we do that when it's safe? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then sprinkles is cupcakes. Um, they're a popular cupcake place in New York City. Uh, and they have a location here as well. And it is delicious. I I think we both are. We're picky with our cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just got to be like sometimes I am not like I like frosting. But I know there's people who are like more frosting the better. Like I want it so sweet. I'm going to feel sick. Like that's what I want. I that's like not me. I have the perfect amount here. Yeah. Theirs is like it's not too whippy. Um, it's not too thick. It's like a very good consistency. It's not too much. And the cake is always like whatever flavor they give you, you're getting that flavor. 
Mm-hmm. It's super good. And they usually have a seasonal, which we obviously really like seasonal things. It's just fun because it's like, oh, you can only get this for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, West Side. West Side doesn't have as much. as much going on over there. And there's a lot of things that are like coming soon. Um, but so they have like AMC is a dine-in theater there, which is kind of cool. Um, also, they have a House of Blues there that is like concert venue and restaurant. Again, they have another Starbucks. And yes, they have a, sometimes a different menu than the other one. Like I said, you should go and follow their Instagrams. This one's my favorite. I like this one, too. It just is like a... Well, the this one is like an actual walk-in Starbucks yeah. that you... Like they're seating. They're seating yeah. outside. Whereas the one on the marketplace side is just like a like a window, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a really cute that smack dab in the middle of World of Disney. <laughs> I shouldn't tell people this, but there's a really cute back patio to the Starbucks. We're giving away our <laughs> secret area that looks onto Saratoga <laughs> and the hot air balloon, and it's really pretty. <laughs> it is really pretty, and it's shaded and it's nice. Um, also, also the food trucks. The food trucks are really good, and sometimes they're different. But lately, they've always had like the corn dog one, mac and cheese one, and a Mexican one. The Four Rivers Cantina Barbacoa food truck, so good. We stumbled upon it like we were just really hungry, and we're like, well, "Why don't we try the food trucks today?" And we decided on that one, and it was good decision, insane, like surprisingly delicious, like it was so just good. Like, the food tasted so fresh, yes, and it was fast, yeah. So good. Um, they also have Splitsville, which is like a bowling alley, but also a restaurant, which is kind of fun. They have Hagen Dazs. They have this Poke Bowl place. It's Pokemon. Called, it's called Yasaki Kiosk. I think that they have like frozen beer there too. Yes, they do. Um, <laughs> they do. It's intriguing. I'm not a beer drinker, but you know, it's cool. And then they have another place called Jaleo by the um re- by by the sh- I keep wanting to say restaurant instead of chef. <laughs> I don't know why. Jose Andres. Um City Works Eatery and Poorhouse, which is like a huge brewery. They have tons of beer options and it's basically like bar food. We actually have reservations to eat there whenever my dad comes and visits and I'm excited to try it for the we've, first time because we've never been. We've been wanting to go because I've heard good things. Um and then last but definitely not least, Kate. Oh my god. Another place that has a location, I believe. Yep, they do. In Orlando that Ever. has come here. Everglazed. I'm sorry, I was so excited. No, go for it. Everglazed Donuts and Cold Brew. So this is obviously a Disney podcast, but there is a donut shop at Universal called Voodoo Donuts. They're originally from Portland. They're really good. Like, it's fun, huge donuts. They've got an enormous array of flavors. Fun names. Yeah, like, it's really cool. And, like, their donuts are very good. And I will never say no to a Voodoo Donut. However, I had an Everglazed Donut, and I said, oh, this wins. <laughs> it's so Definitely. good. The one thing Voodoo has on Everglazed is vegan options. Yes. Voodoo has a ton of vegan options, and Everglazed only offers one. Right. I hope they um, change that, but... Yes, but they are like larger than life donuts. So good. It's We've like, had the Fruity Pebbles one. Mm-hmm. 
we've had a lot of them because we, we, we got tried them because we got like a bunch yeah for one for our friends one morning so we just like got a bunch for all of us to try and we just like split a bunch of them yeah um they've got nutella they've got this fruit loops one that i actually haven't had because i haven't seen it there oh, man i can't wait to try that s'mores one when it shows up mm-hmm. it they've looks got, so good like peanut butter ones and like what's so amazing about everglaze is their freshness quality like they're just always making donuts so it's always fresh and i I don't i'm not the biggest like i want to eat um a hot donut off the thing if it's like this kind of donut because then all the stuff melts and it doesn't look pretty but like so we talked about the fruity pebbles donut i've had cereal donuts before and they kind of are lackluster because the cereal gets stale like that's what happens to cereal you leave it out for six hours it's not going to be crunchy anymore however this was the freshest most delicious cereal donut i've ever had yeah like it seriously tasted like i just poured those out for myself from a fresh box of fruity pebbles i'm like the donuts just fluff like it's perfect it's perfect and it had the donut hole with it yeah we (laughs) haven't tried their cold brew yet though i want to they've got some fun sounding flavors they also have cereal milk yes we need to go try that i know we need to do another morning where we go. So this is another place where you, depending on when you get there, you're gonna have you to have wait. to do a virtual <laughs> line. Um, but like again, the virtual line is really cool because if you go in knowing that's what it's gonna happen, you go in, you tell them, "Hey, I'd like to be on the list." Okay, it's probably about X amount of time. You go and do your thing. You don't have to stand there in line for mm-hmm. two hours. You can go wherever, and they'll send you a text. Yeah, super nice. Man, I could oh. talk about food. All day. <laughs> All day. All day. Um, okay, so shows. So they have live entertainment that's like sprinkled throughout Disney Springs, which is really fun. It's like performers. They have a stage over at Marketplace. They have little areas over by West Side and the landing area. Um, most of it happens later in the day, like at night. But I highly recommend sticking around and hanging out and seeing some of these performers they're all really good really good there's one i i don't know if it hasn't been happening because of covid but there's like a traveling piano and it like moves and they're like sitting on it and it like moves around i don't remember that it's so cool (gasps) i i hope that it's still going on or if it comes back soon but there's just really interesting cool entertainment um and they they all start later at night and again like i said raglan road has really good entertainment as well Mm -hmm. they also have like a little carousel they have a little train for kids to ride they've got that amphicar it's like a car that morphs into a boat yeah it goes into the water someone drives you around um they've got the hot air balloon Mm -hmm. that is tethered but i still won't go on it no thank (laughs) you um, they also, I forgot to mention this because, again, it's not going on currently because of COVID, but they have a Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique yes. at Disney Springs. Um, so little princesses can get turned into their favorite princess. Um, and sometimes it's really difficult to get an appointment for that at the castle in Magic Kingdom. So Disney Springs is like a backup location that you can go to. Which is cool. Yeah. Let me tell you. That hairspray they put in those kids' hair 
It's not going anywhere for your whole trip. I don't care if you're here for two weeks. It's not going anywhere. Schedule the appointment early in your trip and let your kid just like ride the wave of being a princess for as many days as that hairspray will hold. I mean, I'm telling you, it's got to be like that poor lady that put Gorilla Glue in her hair. It's got to be that. Oh, my gosh. Um... Any hidden gems? I mean, I we talked about them. Our favorite one is definitely that Starbucks spot. Yeah. It's just like we've brought books before and just kind of like chilled back there with coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also, um, I don't know if this is a gem, but it's just worth noting. The one time we were, we met up with somebody down here and like I just, we ran to the bathroom real quick and over by the bathroom, it's right by the food trucks actually, they have like, they had like a DJ, like yeah. pumping some crazy cool music, and like if it was normal times, like I'm sure it would have been raving over there. Yeah, um, but it was really cool. Like he was playing good music. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you know the hidden gems are the food spots that you might just walk by, mm-hmm. but I think like you could give absolutely anything here a try, and it's gonna be good. That's yeah. the beauty of it. I agree. Mm-hmm. As far as like new stuff coming, there's like a couple new restaurants coming that aren't open yet, like Beatrix. Yeah. That place is supposed to open. It was but supposed like, to open soon forever. Right. What's really nice though is that like because Disney Springs kind of recently went through this reimagining, it's pretty much like a a lot of new stuff. Yeah. So like there's not a whole lot new coming because like it's all new. Yeah. Like the newest thing that just opened was the M&M store. Mm-hmm. Before that was Everglazed. Ever so Gideon's. it's like very new stuff. Actually, yeah. like Gideon's, Everglazed, and the M&M store opened all within like a couple weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. And that was like the one of the last big rounds of like new stuff that was coming. And next up is going to be Beatrix. So, Also, I'm curious to see what they do with Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, they're supposed to be doing a new show, but that kind of got like put on the back burner. Yeah. So... Also, um, before we wrap this up, Disney Springs been doing some really cool art stuff. So for February, for Black History Month, they had like a bunch of paintings. It's called like Soulfully. Yeah. Celebrate Soulfully. Because of Soul was out. So like people did a bunch of original artwork that they just like pasted up on different spots around. And then was like a little bio. actually put it on t-shirts and stuff too. Mm -hmm. And then for March, it's um, Women's History Month. So they've got like... Her story. I'm sorry. Her story. (laughs) And it's like all the princesses are everywhere. And it's just, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. It's really neat. With new artwork. And I just really like that. Like they're getting cultural. and next. Yeah. I enjoy. Oh my God. I hope they do some really cool pride stuff. That would be awesome. I kind of have a feeling they will. Maybe. I hope so. If they they launch that big pride line, they got to do some stuff down in Disney Springs. Disney, you listen, right? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do you have a favorite Disney Springs memory? Because I do. I have one that just pops in my brain. You go first. Okay. So anytime we go to Disney Springs, literally, like nine times out of ten, it's just a fun time. Because as we've said, it's relaxing, whatever. But the one time we went with our friends, the Brookharts, and we were visiting, and it was actually really cold that night. It was like in the 40s. We went to the Coke bar um, and they've got metal chairs up there. And like, I'm cold in 60 degrees. So we did that taste. Thing. Yeah. So I'm sitting on an open air porch 
in 40 degree weather on this metal chair and i remember just like shivering and yet like i had the most amazing time because we got the taste testing thing so like it's a bunch of flavors of popular coke products from around the world and it does include the some of them are disgusting very controversial (laughs) beverly if anyone doesn't know what that is please go look it up but this was also like pre-covid and we're with like some of our very very good friends so we were like sharing all the pop and stuff um and it was hilarious because like some of them are horrible and then like we would be silly and combine them and make them even more horrible and we were just i just remember laughing and having like the greatest time yeah that was so fun that was fun i you know one of my favorites actually is the first time we went to gideon's we were meeting up with our friend morgan and her husband and we did the virtual wait we like waited got in line we went in and morgan and her husband got one of every single cookie (laughs) um and we all got to try them and just like sit in like this nice little secluded area and chit chat and it was just like a really nice night Mm -hmm. that was a good night yeah a good time all right um if you want to share your disney memory still taking them we haven't been featuring them on the park series but we will when we get back into movie episodes you can send them to grown up kids podcast at gmail.com again it could be anything disney related send it in we'll be sure to feature it on the show we love hearing any and all disney related content mm-hmm. so are we wrapping this up yeah all right so grown up kids can be found on spotify or anywhere that you can listen to podcasts make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available because we are podcasting again Yes. <laughs> you can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. And again, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I'm going to be posting discussions for each episode in that Facebook group. So if you want to chat with us about the episode, feel free to go and comment there. You can also follow us on Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod and, um, Yeah, thank you. We're going to pull comments from the chats and talk about them on the next episode. So join in on the conversation with us. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to watch That Darn Cat ahead of next week's episode. It's been waiting forever. (laughs) And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.